Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so glad that you have joined me today for our lesson, our look at the Antichrist. You know, you may say the Antichrist. What is an Antichrist? It's someone that is against Christ. Uh, the adversary of humanity is the devil. He is anti-Christ. Everything good, everything to do with salvation, uh, everything to do with the promised land and life and health and peace and success and good families, uh, great cities, great states, great nations, uh, where God is amongst his people. And, and we love uh, God. You know, God is with us. John 14, 23 tells us that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are with the people that love him, and they do life with God. And then we exit life and go into eternal life. Amen? But the Antichrist is a person that will arise in the end times. And as we have been studying through the end times, we know that the first thing in line is the great falling away of the saints. We know the next thing in line is the revealing of the son of perdition or the Antichrist. And then the rapture occurs where God takes his holy and pure people and they vanish from the earth. The next thing in line is the tribulation where God pours out his wrath upon sin. Many people will turn to him and receive salvation in the tribulation. And then we can see the second coming of Christ, the millennial rule of Christ, where Satan is locked away for 1,000 years and Christ rules from Jerusalem as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We see Satan let out and he goes to deceive the nations. And we can see the kings of the earth, the ones that rebel against God and say, I'm not following you and I will not obey you. I refuse you. They are brought together into a battle called Armageddon, where they fight against God and his host, the angelic host, to bring them down. But we know, according to scripture, that they are totally destroyed by God. And then we go into the new heaven and the new earth, etc., etc. In ages to come, infinity lies before you as a human being. When you look out at an ocean and you see no end, that is like eternity. It's infinity. There is no end. If you swam from, from one point to the next, you would keep swimming and swimming and swimming because it never ends. That is what our life is like. It will never end. It ends on earth, but then we arrive in heaven or hell based upon what we did with the Son of God. And so we're going to dive in and look at a very important person in the end time structure called the Antichrist. <clears throat> From the very beginning of time, Satan longed to be God. He longed to be worshipped. He longed to be adored. He longed to have power and rule, and he wanted God beneath him. And he took one-third of the angels with him. They left with Lucifer to come against God. 
and God threw him out of heaven like lightning, and he is eternally damned, and his future is noted in the word of God, Revelation 20.10. He will be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever, and all the people that follow him. But he always longed to be God, but he never will be God. You know, it's like the people that follow Lucifer. They want, they have placed themselves above God. They don't come under God and know God and have due diligence and read the word of God from Genesis 1 to the end of Revelation. They are not intelligent people. They do not know the scopes and realms of life or the laws of eternity. They do not carry those within their mind. They do not have them or possess them within their soul because they were deceived and deluded and loved the pleasures of this world more than the intelligence of truth found in the Bible. And so God gives us all things to enjoy as our soul prospers. That means our minds have become intelligent and we know how to operate correctly inside of life so that we don't lose our life. But we know that the ones that follow Lucifer, they will follow him to their sorrow and eternal regret into the lake of fire as well. The ones that follow the Lord, they will rise into glory and receive five crowns and all the blessings that God has because they are co-heirs with Jesus Christ and they are heirs of God. And uh, all, of our, all of our inheritance, our beautiful, incorruptible inheritance awaits the saints. But the Antichrist arises on the scene. In the tribulation period, which is after the rapture of the church, God takes away his bride, his people. And uh, the sinful Christians are left upon the earth. The ones that didn't think it was a big deal to sin. They didn't feel that there was any consequence to continual sin and never saying, God, I'm sorry, and getting rid of that sin and doing what is right. Many walk our planet, our earth, and every nation uh, claiming to be a Christian. You will see them in church. You will see them holding Bibles. You will see them praying and many preaching. But do not be deceived. A intelligent Christian obeys God. They obey what they read in the Bible and they continue to. And when they fall or they slip, they say, Father, forgive me for I have sinned. Intelligent Christians operate in the three-dimensional cycle of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus to remit their sins, the water of the word to wash their minds on a daily basis. And the Spirit of God that sanctifies us wholly, and he's our companion and comforter along this journey called life into the celestial city. But we can see in the tribulation period, a man gives himself over to the devil, and the devil enters him as he did Judas. And he arises and he erects himself and he sits in the throne of Jerusalem in the rebuilt temple, ruling and reigning as God, pretending to be God. He does great signs and wonders to deceive even the elect, Jesus said, if that were possible. And the only way Satan can deceive you is if you let go of your daily bread, your daily reading of scripture, and your life with Christ on this earth. 
Many Christians have lost their soul along the journey because they left off reading the Word of God on a daily basis for themselves. That is the tool of Satan, as when he slithered into the garden and said to Eve, Did God really say you would die? And he says that to Christians that keep their life in iniquity. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. But in 2001, upon my uh, entrance into hell, I was taken there by Jesus Christ to be warned to leave my life of sin as a Christian or to my sorrow and his, I would be cast into hell and then awaiting the lake of fire as well. For any of you out there that haven't got that book, it's called Real God, and that is found on realaron.org. I highly recommend that book. So in the tribulation period, the Antichrist will sit there and he will rule from that place of authority and people will worship him and think he's just great. He's got all of the ideas for world peace and the economy to bring everybody's life up and he will institute what is called a mark, his mark that needs to be upon their forehead or in their hand. The number of his mark is 666. He will also want to insert into your body uh, a chip where he will do away with cash, credit, and debit. And you will, you will go through and you will be scanned according to your chip is where your money sits. And he will want to do away with the system as is, claiming that it is a better way. It is an easier way. And he will have all his means to do this with. And God has stated and foretold us and tells us in scripture, the ones that get his mark 666 or his chip in their hand or their body, they will be eternally damned into the lake of fire. You cannot get the mark or the 666 and then say, oh God, I'm sorry, it's too late. Upon receiving that, you're going to hell. There is no return. Say that with me. No return. So as a Christian, if you're left in the tribulation or as an atheist and now your faith is in God, what do I do in this nightmare called the tribulation? Well, I do not worship the devil that sits on his throne called the Antichrist. He's against Christ, although he does good works and he does miracles and he speaks his own language and the simple people that didn't do their due diligence about life by opening up the word, the Bible, King James Version, the organic original language, do not read what it says and they are deceived and tricked by Satan and they follow him into the eternal lake of fire, separated from glory for all eternity. Very sad. But Christ has told us time and time again to not forsake the word of God on a daily basis. We are to live on the word of God. And we, if you are left in the tribulation, you do not want to worship the Antichrist. You do not want to take the mark of the beast. And the people that do not take the mark of the beast will be tormented. They will be tortured. 
They will be killed. They will be beheaded. They will be shipped off into underground facilities or wherever to be chained and to be locked away. But in your surrender to God, say, Father, I'm sorry that I missed the rapture and I am here and I repent of my sins. Please take care of me. I want to be yours and enter into heaven upon your departure, however it is that you leave in a violent manner. You will go into glory. I assure you of that. That is written for us in scripture. So that's going to be a showdown, a very violent time called the tribulation. We can see that the Antichrist will come upon the scene to bring peace, to bring one world government, to create prosperity. He will even show signs and wonders to deceive people, to trick people. Signs and wonders without the preaching of the gospel is a false gospel. Remember that. But you won't know the true from the false unless you read it for yourself as commanded by Jesus Christ. It's just like a diamond. Sometimes you don't know if it's a counterfeit or if it's a real diamond. But the only way you will stay safe and with Christ is by obeying Christ and reading the Word of God on a daily basis. We as the human race need to open up the Word of God and say, Father, we have sinned against you, we have forsaken you, and we have neglected being intelligent people and doing our due diligence daily by reading your Word and resisting the evil one. The true gospel commands all of us to turn away from sin and to perfect holiness in the fear of God. Jesus says, fear him who after he has killed the body can throw your soul into hell. Fear God. Yes, he is a loving heavenly father, but he rules from his throne for he alone is God. He is the only God. He is almighty God. He is the most Hi, God. And under him all things consist. And Jesus Christ stands at his right hand and the Holy Ghost is everywhere bringing people the truth. And what will you do with God? His laws are eternal. They have been written for us in the Bible. And we as the human race need to return to truth. Jesus says, John seventeen seventeen. Sanctify them, cleanse them, make them intelligent, transform them, keep them safe in your word. Your word is truth. The Antichrist wishes for all to be destroyed. Satan is the leader of his kingdom. His kingdom is called destruction. Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And his kingdom is love and salvation. Which kingdom will you belong in? If you belong to Jesus, you will have life. If you belong to Satan, you will be destroyed and tormented and burned for all eternity in the lake of fire with him. The Lord has stated not to get the mark of the beast, for he alone will provide for you. You must trust the Lord if you're left in the tribulation and they pound you and say you can't eat or you can't purchase or you can't sell without the mark. Refuse the mark 
It is better for you to refuse the mark than die and damn your soul. But according to Philippians 4.19, it says, My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God will provide what you need to you. God is provision. I have more stories of, of incidences where I didn't know how things were going to come to pass. I just knew they would work out. Let me say that again. I didn't know how things would come to pass, how God would bring to me what I needed, but I knew he would meet the need. And he always has. He's always met the need, and it's always been different. And he is God alone, and I sit underneath him for my life because he gives us everything for life, and he gives us everything for godliness. All things are in him, and by him all things consist. The Antichrist, his formation in his establishment is noted in the book of Daniel, chapter 8, beginning in verse 23. And in the latter time of that kingdom, when the transgressions are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. God is describing the Antichrist. Christ, verse 24, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully and shall prosper in practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. See, the people that are left, the people that are left in the tribulation, they're believers. And but they thought that they could keep their sin and love God, too. Many homosexuals out there, you love Jesus, but you love your sin and you refuse to depart iniquity. You will be left in the tribulation. Don't let the devil take your soul. Don't get the mark. I, I would recommend that you go in the rapture and exit all this wrath that God pours upon sin. But many people live a lifestyle. They're, they're fond of Jesus, but they don't obey Jesus. And you will be left, and as the Bible has clearly told us, he will destroy the holy people. That is his name, the destroyer. And Jesus is life. So we get to choose what we want. Do we want life or do we want to be destroyed? Revelation 13, 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. That is symbolic of his power, his authority, his dominion, and his blasphemy, his evil speaking against God. But he's very slick. He's subtle. He's a good salesman. Don't let him sell your soul into eternal fire. How do we protect ourselves against the devil on a daily basis? By staying in the word of God by submitting to God and by resisting evil is how we win against the devil. The Antichrist is his appearance and demonstration. Second Thessalonians chapter two, beginning of verse three. Let no man deceive you. Let no man trick you. Let no man seduce you by any means. 
For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. This is the rapture. Before the rapture, we're going to see a falling away of Christianity. Many people will live a holy life, but then they'll draw back and they'll fall away into sin. So we know the time is near when Christians stop living right and live as Christians, but live in sin. And that man of sin be revealed, God will point out there is the son of perdition. And it goes on in verse 4 to explain the son of perdition, how he operates, what is his appearance, what is his demonstration, what is his person, how would you describe him, Paul? Verse 4, he opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as a God, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Because he will act as God, he will want to be worshipped as God, he will do miracles, but he doesn't preach truth. And we know the devil can do miracles if we pass the rewind button into the book of Exodus. When God went in with Moses to set his people free, for they were put into captivity under Pharaoh. And we know that God did many miracles, but we also know the devil came to try to do his miracles. But God's miracles swallowed up the devil's miracles. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Know the word of God, the Bible, King James Version, Genesis 1 to the very end, for yourself. If you were riding down a highway and uh, you were in the back of a motorcycle and you were going maybe 70 miles per hour around the mountains of California, enjoying the breeze, enjoying the beautiful scenery, the, the, the lovely ocean that God made, and you didn't hold on to the person in front of you, you didn't hold on to the seat behind you or the seat beside you. You just were going to see if you could stick to it, if you could stick to your seat. And the wind was really heavy. How foolish. How foolish. But that's how people drive through life without knowing what's in the Bible. Because the devil won't want you to read the word. Because when he gets the word out of you, he's got you. Don't ever forget it. If you say, I don't have time to read the Bible... The devil has a place in your life. In Ephesians 4.27 is stated, Give the devil no place. But see, if you're not reading the word of God on a daily basis, you've exalted yourself above God, and you are sitting with a demon. Demons destroy. So we need to repent and begin to do our due diligence and be intelligent human beings known as Christians. So he sits in this temple and he shows himself as God and many, many, many will worship him and think he's great. They will have big parties and celebrate him and they worship his image, his persona, his, his, you know, his branding, his style. They think it's really great and they follow his ideas and they follow and get his mark because they think that's the way. They think that's the truth and they think that's the life and they've just damned their soul for eternity. The lights went out. 
Second Thessalonians chapter two, beginning in verse seven reads for the mystery of iniquity does already work. The mystery of iniquity, how Satan operates because it within him is a seed called corrupt iniquity that births sin, that births death. Only let only he who now lets will let until he be taken out of the way. Verse 8, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. We can see the end of the Antichrist that sits in the throne as God, and he's got nations worshiping him because he's a God of peace. He's brought it all together, and he's brought everybody, everybody into prosperity. But he's going to take you with him into eternal lake of fire. Matthew 24, Jesus is speaking, beginning in verse 10. And then shall many be offended, that's bitter because of pain, affliction, and trials, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets, those are false speakers that speak not the truth as it is, but they twist the truth for your destruction and many for their gain. They shall rise, these false prophets, and shall deceive, shall trick, shall, shall seduce many. And because iniquity shall abound, sin rises, sin is rampant, the love of many, the love of many shall wax cold. You know, so we need, we need to be careful as Christians, to stay in the Word of God. We, we need to be careful as Christians to be pure and to be obedient and to grow up in Christ and say, God, forgive me for I have sinned, or good morning, God, how are you? And to take the blood of Jesus and have that remit our iniquities and wash our minds and our bodies daily with the Word of God and be transformed and grow into maturity in Christ, and by His Spirit allow Him to sanctify and lead our journey along this temporary place called Earth. Good night. Realeron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rielaron today at www.rielaron.org.